three, two, one. Welcome to the 225 Podcast with your hosts, Noah Ray, Woo-hoo. Andrew Cargill, and me, Matthew Abazadi. I'll take it. Um, we're <laughs> here, and yeah, I don't know. So, we've been super busy. Um, yeah, life is still grinding these out. Still grinding them out, but uh, me and Matthew have a lot of classes. Drew has a few classes online. Um, training's been pretty good. Three and a half weeks out, feeling good. Actually, I feel really fatigued right now. Taking a bit of a deload day today. Um, pray for Becky. She's having a surgery today. Now that that's public information, I don't mind saying that on the podcast. Um, she hurt her back pretty bad. So we're definitely praying for her, keeping her in our thoughts, all that stuff. So everything will be good. Can't wait to hear back from her. So yeah, I'm just running like a squat single or double today. Super low RPE, just chilling. Um, getting ready for Getting ready for July. Yeah, that's fun. exciting. Yeah, we're all uh, driving down. I may be flying, not sure yet. Um, but yeah, be, be if really you guys are there, there, come see us. Come say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, uh, our yeah, this is our address. Base. Whoa. Um, in the Airbnb. But actually, though, we will be. If anyone there, I mean, it's summer break. There could be people in Orlando. Um, the USA Fit Games is happening. That's where I'm competing at, and it's like a whole convention center. It's a lot of fun. There'll be a lot of booths there. So even if you don't come to like watch the competition, if you need something to do on a random Saturday, it'll be a lot of fun. There's be a lot of big um, booths there, a lot of really well-known companies. First um, forms. Yeah, there's gonna be uh, IFBB Pro bodybuilding show, um, powerlifting meet. Like there's like sumo wrestling, MMA. I'm going for um, sumo wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so actually. Um, but there's gonna be like every like um, sport in that realm, the fighting, lifting. Um, type stuff is going to be there. Uh, so, yeah, if you happen to be in Orlando and July 1st, um, especially since it's the holidays, if you're going home and live in Orlando, feel free to come on down. Um, there's going to be a lot of Kennesaw people there. So, yeah, be fun. But that's why we're so busy um, trying to prepare for that. And, yeah, training's been going good. I haven't trained since we filmed last. Actually, I did have an SBD day, and it was brutal. But when do you have SBD? On Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Have I trained? I trained on Tuesday after the pod. Oh, it's just like, it moved bad. <laughs> Brutal. I'm, I'm just so fatigued right now. Um, been hitting a lot of PRs recently, so my body's just... But I'm hoping I peak really well. Um, I know Becky doesn't really have, like, testing days, so we'll see if I can get another squat single up pretty high, um, whether that's this Saturday or next Saturday, and then slowly start to... Ramp down and peak properly, and uh, yeah, trying to stay dialed. My nutrition probably at ninety percent right now. Um, have a cheat meal like once or twice a week or whatever, but who cares? <laughs> Six pack or a little snack snack. snack. Or a little snack. <laughs> um, yeah, we bought like probably fifteen pounds of turkey burgers in our freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Costco. If y'all go to Costco and find. Or turkey burgers, 90-10, um, organic, like, grass-fed burgers. Um, they're, like, 260 a pound, and they're so good. We've been eating them Breakfast, probably, lunch, like, and dinner. Yeah, like, at yeah. least three to five a day, each of us. Um, so, yeah, definitely go there. Get those. They're really good. Really anabolic. But anabolic. I don't know about y'all, but my head, bro. Is your head bugging I have been up awesome. since 7.30 and my head's been hurting this since I woke up. Cool. Uh, a, a little quick thing, even though you bought this. I was up at 7. This is the first time we have brought a drink back on the podcast. Like the same brand? That isn't Ghost. See, like the same brand bringing it yeah, back? Yeah, but those are like, this is a random brand that we happen to pick. Oh, that we like. Yeah, that we thought was good yeah. enough to bring back on the show. So, so I think it was two episodes ago? Yeah. Three. three two Something drinks like ago, that. three episodes yeah. ago. It was uh, A-Shock, and it was um, – so this is A-Shock Energy Tropical Punch. I'm we, more excited for this one than the orange yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, because okay. it was oh, – the orange one was really one. good. Yeah, you should oh, take the dented one. I mean, I'll take the dented one. But so I saw he this from uh, Chris Cho – who, um, I thought you were about to say Chris Chode. 
I was like, what a last name. That's Wait, crazy. we missed such a good joke last episode. We, I, I, I try not to make terrible jokes all the time, so I, some of them I don't say. But yeah. I will say some. So Chris Cho. Anyways, Chris Cho, I think he rated this like an 8.6. So uh, if it's going to be... If it's better than the orange one, I could see that being possible. I don't even remember what I rated orange. I'm pretty sure orange. We were orange pretty high. Really good. Like, I think we put that in the eights. Yeah, the high good. sevens. It was good. All right. Little, all right. Oh, sniff. no. I don't like that. Mm. The sniff. All right. Just clear your head. Clear your head. <clears throat> I need ammonia. <laughs> this was not worth waiting all morning for. That well, what is that? Like... That's coconut. Yes. I'm getting, I'm getting tiger's blood. No. Yep, that's you exactly what yep. I'm getting coconut. Mom. Yep, tiger's blood. Mm, I can see tiger's blood. I hate that flavor. Well, that's the worst coconut. flavor ever made. That's a coconut thing. It's definitely coconut. Oh, there it is. Not what I expected from oh, Tropical Punch. I was expecting blood. a f- type of fruit punch, not coconut. I was too. So they blue balled us once again. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Chode, this is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like... This is bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, know. I'm not gonna the say orange it's one bad. Was orange one was probably better. I really like coconut, but tiger's blood, like cherry coconut's never that good. I don't. I mean, I, I'll drink it. I like coconut a lot. Yeah. But I wish this was like a. I was expecting like a fruit punch. Yeah, I want like that's a what I thought. little booty fruit punch. Yeah. <laughs> because what what's the um, coconut and well, what's the drink that I'm thinking of? Oh. The pina colada. Is that one thinking of? Yeah. To like coconut. It almost, if someone told me that. I'm getting down in the rain. <laughs> anyway, thank you for a while. Um, <laughs> That's all right. A little I mean, sidebar. Yeah. Drew, you really kind of like Kevin Yeah, you really yeah, like, well, you're like Kevin Cho said this is the best drink ever made. Chris Cho. <laughs> Where in the world did that come from? I don't know. Pop up. I'm a little upset, Chris. I'm a little upset. 8.6 is. That's high. That's really high. Like, I'm not upset. <laughs> That's whatever. They can't keep us apart. They can't. Uh, me and Matthew have this little thing where... <clears throat> so, obviously, we all live together. But me and Matthew share the back end of this apartment. It's like the annex. <laughs> and it's like we all have, like, me and him go to bed relatively the same time, wake up. Like, we go to bed and wake up within, like, an hour of each other most mornings. Um, you know, we, like, just have very similar routines. And we find ourselves acting almost like we're twins. To yeah. where, like, we say the same things at the same time, like, at complete random. Like, we've been in here before. And just started singing a random song that we both happened to like completely randomly at like the split moment same time. Yeah. And like I think it was Cupid. It was And we Cupid, just like happened 15. to randomly just like. And then like the other day we were both like, you know what would be good right now? Pasta. And we both said pasta. We both wanted pasta at the same time. It's just so like. weird. It's so, so weird. Because we eat very similar. We do. Like, it, like a lot of, it's just weird. So yeah. Every time we now say something, we think it's funny. Yeah. But that's kind of the backstory of that. Yeah. That's cute, guys. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. <laughs> Drew, like, goes to bed seven hours between <laughs> us. He eats, like, eight hours after us. Yeah. Pretty much. This is upsetting. Yeah. Two swings and misses in a row. One I feel row. like we didn't even swing. With the bubblegum pink one. That was going to be a strikeout either but way. But I feel like this was just like... I I the, really had my hopes up. The orange one was I'm running bad. to first base. I'm sliding. Guy hits me before I touch the base. Mm. He hits you before you slide. Oh, yeah. That's what this was. No, he hits me with the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just... When I, I was hit young, the- I used to think they could just throw the balls at people. Because I mixed up like dodgeball and baseball. Oh. So I thought like 90 mile an hour fastball... Oh, sh- yikes. That's why I played soccer. Okay. Did you like it? Like, are you... This isn't not the like... worst thing I've had. Yeah. Bubble I, gum okay, was, yeah, it's bubble not gum, the worst. Way worse. Not the worst. And, I like, mean, Tiger's Blood is good. Like, I had Rice Tiger's Blood pre-workout. This tastes super similar. I got like, my sister, though. Yeah. And that's the meat. It's not terrible. I mean, it's definitely drinkable, but... 
I do like other flavors more. Uh, I'm not going to um, buy that again. If you know, you know, Tiger's Blood is my least favorite flavor. I don't think either of us knew that. No, it's a, like, I think one person might know. So okay, well. Two sh- people. Shout out to Billy Bob Joe, I guess. Uh, Who, your mom? Lucas. Okay. Winter? No. Oh. I mean, I love Lucas more, what? but my, like, childhood Lucas. Oh. He knows why. He gets it. Oh. I'm giving this, like, a... Five seven. So your height? Huh? <laughs> yo, yo. Stefan, five four four six allegations. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, this is a six three for me. No, you give it a five seven. Yeah. So okay, I want to take a moment here. <laughs> take a second. Get yourself together. Yeah. Five is an average drink that I will drink again. Yeah. If it is above a five. I would buy that drink again. Oh, no. Not buy, two not different buy. things. I was about two to wait, hold on. Not buy, not buy. Drinking not buy. it for free and buying it is different. Yeah. I will drink that drink again. <laughs> we both will. Like, yeah. I was like, all right. I, I misspoke. Because <laughs> I'm not buying this again. Above a seven, I will buy it again. Okay. Below a five, if it's a four, I might drink it for free. But if it's below a four, That's gotta be the I'm only not there. drinking it. Um, yeah, if it's a four, it's the only thing there. Okay, so with that said, five, I'll drink it again. Seven, I'll buy it again. Eight, nine, it's it's like stocked in the house. Yeah. Um, we'll post a picture. Four, uh, I might drink it if it's all that's there and I'm desperate. Below a four, I'm not touching it. With that said, this gets a four, six. I shit you not, I was going to say the exact same thing. Well, y'all are just on it today. No, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Okay, well, then I got to change it. I'll go I mean, a little I'm, lower. No, I'll go a little lower. I'll, I'll go. Oh, my. Oh, four, 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 three. Four, four. Yeah. Like, I would drink this. I don't want to. I would it. probably not drink it because I would okay. rather. I would. Okay. So I'm working a powerlifting meet, whatever. We're running. We're, I'm spotting and loading. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, energy drinks are back there. If there's a case of those, I'd be like, mm, I'm going to go buy something. Like I'd rather no get disrespect. Edie or me to like leave, and I would rather buy something than drink that. Like so, I was That's at, crazy. Okay, you know, okay, I was at Becky's last meet. I started the day with a citrus, so good. Mm. Second one of the day. I still don't think I've ever tried. Mind you, this is like five in the morning. I don't think so. Second one of the what? I don't think I've ever tried a citrus. You want one right now? I'll take one. I'll give you a warm one. You oh. want it over ice? It's it's not. They're not cold. Yeah, no, I guess new I'll take. Energy drink review. Drew has wow. To okay. Wow. Because everyone's been going uh, go ahead low. I was going to say. So I was at the wow. meet. Whatever. Do you want to over ice or? Uh, how how was the can? I'll take a few it's sips of it warm. just to. Remember yeah, put put over ice. ice. You have eight thousand. <laughs> yeah. So uh, over ice. Just uh. Yeah. Second one trouble. was blue okay. rats. If you. And then there was Alani's at the meet. Oh. I'm not drinking an Alani. Nope, I'm not. I'll drink water. Did you just say an Alani? Yeah. That's yeah, what, that's terrible. The only Alani I've ever... We saw one drew. while you were gone. Witches Brew. Then we Are you serious? It. it was the last one. Dude, okay. Witches Brew. It you, it's the only Alani thing I've ever had. It's up there. Like, I tried the cherry it, Alani. Not good. Cherry. I won't try anything else. That might... To y'all, it might be up there, or like to me, compared to y'all, it's up there with like cherry lime. You know beer. another hot take? Oh, let me get you it. You know how, what Noah said about um, rock stars? I feel similarly with bang. Yeah. If I see someone with a bang in their no, hand, I grew up on bangs. I did no. too, but now if I'm I see someone of... with a bang in their hand, I'm kind of like, oh, you're kind of weird. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This is big. So y'all said y'all put this up with. Like, like it's right uh, under cherry over lime. Over a nine. Yeah, this right. is like a if cherry lime is a nine five, this is a nine two. I think it's a nine six cherry lime. Okay. And remember that's warm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try it with ice. Now. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's actually really good. It tastes like a split between Sprite and Mountain Dew. Yeah. That's a good one. That's valid. This is amazing. I think we're like 30 minutes deep of just... Yeah. 
That's a, that one's actually really good. Yeah, I'm, right? I don't know what I've put cherry limeade at. I'm going to put this over cherry limeade. That's fair. I'm I can respect, I can respect that. I'm going to be honest. They're the best, too. I I think this one's better than cherry limeade. It, and that's fair. I won't be saying that. They're but close. It's, it's good. I like cherry limeade, but it's, I can see me having this almost every day. Every Why day do you day. think I have 30 of them? Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing with citrus. That's where citrus is such a good flavor. Becky agreed on this. It's cr- so, I've said this before, it's so crushable. Mm-hmm. For me, cherry limeade, I mean, I'll have a sip. Oh, I guess I could have offered oh, the cold one. Okay. I guess I could have offered the cold mm. one, considering this one. Let me get another out. sip. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm. oh, it's so good. Cherry limeade is I'm very happy with that one. But yeah. If I had to have a that drink every day for the rest of my life, and it could only be one energy drink, cherry limeade would be on that list. Probably like number one. I I mean not cherry lemonade, citrus. I was about wow, to say, I can't gross. think today. citrus. I think I could it's drink because forever. I, yeah, I need the new tropics. Citrus, I can drink forever. Cherry limeade, it's so good, but you can't overdo it. That's very good. It like I'm old. very happy with that. So good. It's yours. I know it's mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate to be. There. I'll Venmo. I'll buy you another you one. It's a, they were half off. <laughs> it's like a dollar thirty cent. I would like stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm bad at sharing certain things. Someone like asked me for it. See, though, I enjoy like, I, I enjoy that. If it's other stuff, but to be fair, his first citrus, I would have shared it. I, I like giving stuff away. Virginity. Yeah, you you, you did, dude. Citrus, I'm not going to lie. Cherry lime. Cherry citrus? Hey. Oh, is mixing that... them? Hmm. We'll be back next episode. <laughs> okay. 600 milligrams. Uh, also, we need to do the ghost tier list episode. We will. Because that's going to be a crazy... Aiden just did it on his story. He, didn't do he did not them. have a good list. Not all of them. Yeah, Aiden, I thought let his me, first list sucked. was terrible. I'm going to look Second it back up. Second list was a little better. Because after he put the... He put sour watermelon at like third or fourth. Yeah. Such a terrible take. No, that one... No. Mm, I'm trying to find his now. Because now I'm kind of... <sighs> Anyways, as I look this up... Because... Really? I was looking for it. Okay, this was Aiden's tier list. I'm going to start from the bottom up. Eighth place, Swedish Fish. They are so valid. No. I love Aiden. Incorrect, but that's okay. Seventh, Mango. So valid. That might be. That's not the updated list. No, it's an updated one. Eighth, Swedish Fish. Seventh, Sour Watermelon. That's crazy. That's crazy. Red, Sour Berry. And Mango is above all those three. I Orange think I cream four mango. I would switch mango and red. Yeah. Orange, Orange cream, cream four. four is fine. It's not bad. Yeah. Citrus fine. third. I can't. That's crazy. Only because of what second and first. Second being cherry limeade. First place being blue. First rose. being blue is insane. That's crazy. It's good. It's that what is, I just had is is so good. Yeah. I well, Stefan loved it too. So yeah, everyone like loves citrus. Like citrus, yeah. if you guys, a, oh, your little—I almost said a very vulgar term. <laughs> um, Graham was in my DMs talking all types of stuff about how bad citrus was. Oh, and I was like, that. no, is he just trying to gaslight? No, I was like, does Matthew know how you feel about this? And hold up, I'll, I'll. he said he hadn't had it in two years. Graham, I hate you. Well, yeah, I do too. Like Graham really pissed me off. And he's returning the SBD knee sleeves. He's returning them? Bro. Wait, what size are they? Small and large. Small and he bought two pairs? Yeah, it's a long story. Crap, I'll buy one. I know, I'm trying if to get... Has, yeah, tell him like... I'm trying to... No one come over larges. Here. Yeah, he I'm doesn't know what he's talking about. Why tell, can I not forget? Yeah, so, text him and tell him to come over real quick. Oh, but he wasn't even in my normal DMs. Anywho. Um, I was going to... Do you have it? Yeah, I have it. So, he said valid take to where... Swedish fish is better than citrus. And I said, you're a child. You're, you, when you grow up, you'll understand. I um, like Swedish fish. Stuff. It's not and he said, citrus. cherry limeade, ci- a Swedish fish, and then citrus. I said, that's just not right. No. It's just... No. And then he said, I feel bad for you. Who hurt you to make you think that? Buddy, you're like 12. <laughs> when you grow up and your taste buds actually so acclimate to proper flavor, you'll understand. So there are nine ghosts. Blue Raz, Cherry Limeade, Citrus, Orange Cream, Swedish Fish, Sour Green Apple, Sour Watermelon, Mango, and Red. 
Those were the nine. And the Bubblicious. So. No, but those are the like classic. I'm not. They always have those. That's what we're going to rank, and that's. Gonna do you want to just do it now? No, they, they. We need them on a table to drink them. Oh. I'll buy oh, we're gonna drink them. Oh yeah, like little shot glasses of each flavor. Oh, you know, this is gonna okay. Be so crazy. there's nine. Yeah. And there's how many in each? Two hundred milligrams. Yeah. So nine divided by three, about sixty each, and times nine, so about four, about four fifty, five hundred. That's, that's not bad. That's really not that bad. That's not that bad. And that's terrible. But okay. Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> what we were getting into is, so I kind of brought up the fact of, so I'm competing in three and a half weeks. Drew just competed. Um, we have a few people that have never competed on the team competing relatively soon. Um, actually, shout out um, Sam. He's competing this weekend. He's competed oh, before, yeah. but we're excited about that at the Savannah Showdown. So good luck to him. But um, Not Savannah Showdown. I'm just – What is it? It's not Savannah Showdown. Oh, what is it? It's like Savannah Spring something. Oh, well, Savannah something. Whatever. It's not Savannah Showdown. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, regardless of what it is. Um, and we were kind of talking about like – how if you don't have like a proper coach um what you call for like warm-ups in the um warm-up room um, when you're going for your squat bench deadlift um what like your openers are i saw we also saw a lot of people bomb out at um pa nationals and it was crazy that's something you never okay so summer classic sorry that's a hot topic um but like a lot of people bomb out um and we hate to see people bomb out i don't care who you are i wouldn't wish bombing out on literally my worst enemy um, bombing out just, I've it's never horrible. done it, but it would just, seems like it'd just be terrible. That's one of the most sad, I've never bombed out, but yeah. missing two lifts and having to scrounge yeah. for a third is the worst thing ever. Yeah, so we just want to kind of talk about today, like, meat prep and how you actually go about game day and kind of see what openers are, how they should be something you've hit multiple times in the gym. It should be easy. Um, now, it's a little different when, like, someone that's new and is getting these newbie gains and may not have hit their openers quite a bit. Um, but No, I disagree. Well, my deadlift opener at States was something I'd only touched like two or three times because my deadlift got a lot better, a lot That's a special case, but I know what you're saying. I yeah, but like, I'm that's thinking... a very special case. I would almost, I would say to anyone... You exponentially grew into a, right. that case. And like, okay, yeah, but I'm saying if you do that... Me as well, to... I had hit my deadlift opener for times yeah but <clears throat> i think i will go back on what i've done and say an opener should be like an um what's his name derek death grip derek he does like meets only two mm-hmm. he does two lifts he opens at 96 percent, and then does like what that's that crazy or or something yeah like that. well that is crazy right but <clears throat> i think that's a really good strategy and i don't i don't do percentages <clears throat> i do rpe but I think your opener should be like a seven, maybe an, probably a seven. And I say that because mm, that's low. Opening at seven is really low. I'm trying to think what a seven. Would the be way for. we describe our opener is your last warm up from the warm up room. It's a something we that's know what you can have your be. crappiest mm-hmm. days, and it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, like, and the reason we say this is because like the chance of I'm <clears throat> you should be more comfortable making a bigger jump and knowing that you're not going to bomb a meat. Um, like I know someone whose coach had them open above something they'd never touched before. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's now stupid. this person has now fired their coach for logical reasons. I actually don't remember who this is, but I but oh okay, we'll talk later. That's um, disclosed. Yeah, so I think like with that said, going into a meet, and we've Excuse talked. Me. Me. <laughs> That's crazy. We've talked a good bit about meet day planning, and we've talked about like how to have a successful meet. But I think when it comes to that meet week, most places where people are lost is actually like, what are my numbers going to be and how do I make those jumps? And I think as alongside that, there's kind of a um, <clears throat> most people who are new to the sport or maybe one or two meets in do not train year round with competition practices. So the way you train is the way you're going to compete. So if you don't pause your bench, you're not ready to pause. You're in for a rude um, awakening. And so <clears throat> Noah will give me crap about it, but he asked me to give him, you know, I am a ref. He asked me to give him pauses, and I gave him very fair pauses, and he was like, those were long. Watch him whatever. Like seven seconds. It was like one second. But it's because the rule states when the bar ceases bar. motion. Well, like he has an advantage training in that way, knowing what he's going to get out of me, 
rather than you know touch and go or half a second or what feels like a long time in your head. Um, and so that's a big thing of like when you're choosing an opener, you want to choose something that you know that I can just have this sit on my chest. Five seconds. Boom. Maybe five seconds is an exaggeration. But I think you want to be able to choose something that is going to be easy no matter what. Yeah, move super good. And also the one that I would recommend opening a lot lower than you anticipate is bench. Yeah. Always. Because bench commands are always different. That's one thing I learned at States. Um, I actually – we lowered my opener so at States. I. And I wish that we would have lowered it. It was at – it was high at 391 and we lowered it to 385. Your opener? My opener. We did not open you three. Oh, did yeah, we did. Oh, my gosh. I think we did. Yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah. Um, and it was between 385 and 391. So okay. then I, I wanted, just because everyone was saying, like, the commands are long, all this stuff. So we ended up lowering my opener. And I wish that, like, now I know going into, like, July, if Becky hasn't already planned this, I'm like, I want to open, like, pretty low on bench um, just because I want to get acclimated to – those pauses and kind of feel out that weight. Um, so like bench press is one of those where <clears throat> I think your opener needs to be like, if you're doing percentage based, maybe a few percentage points lower um, than what your squat and deadlift could be. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I stand on that because bench press, a lot of people don't train to pause comp standards. Um, <clears throat> they pause it. Yes. But if you have a hard ass, like national ref, they're going to pause you for like a second or two, like at States, it was like a good two seconds. I'm, I'm gonna. You have more quick. experience on this. Well, I mean, part. I'm just on the quick pausing thing. I mean, so firsthand, nothing we say. We're not your coaches. Don't take yeah. what we say as just lifting advice. God's just word. To us. Yeah, just what we've noticed. Just making sure that's understood. Uh, not the Bible. Yeah, it's not the Bible. Um, basically, just the pauses. One, I think national refs are a little bit different and stuff. And, I mean, yes, I think a big thing to look out for is bench press. Yeah, look at it. I don't know if I would say necessarily lower it or anything. I think it just, one, depends on the person, kind of sees how it is. But, um, like, the uh, pauses, I mean, my thing is as long as your training's been good and there's at least a halfway decent referee there that's not stupid, it's a – those referees want to give you the press command as fast as they can. Yeah. The second they see it's motionless, I mean, like the Nationals, uh, the I guess that was this past weekend. Uh, feels like two weeks ago, but um, it was a, they were giving like really good press commands uh, for the people that deserve the good press commands because there are those that just drop down oh, and they start bouncing. Let's take a touch on the wording. Not deserve. It's the people whose bars were motionless. And I want to say that, like, yeah. from we're both refs. Once the bar is motionless, you're gonna get the press command. Yeah. If you don't, like, that's on the ref, and that's why at national meets there's a jury. Um, I don't know if you're gonna go to the jury about a press command, but all that to say is, as refs, we don't say I like this lifter, I don't like this lifter. It's are they following the rules? So you know what Drew's saying is, these people at nationals, the ones who had a quick to be motionless bar instantly got the press command. Yeah. If you are swimming down there and your bar is not move, it gets moving, it's going to take longer. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So just quick side bit. Uh, I've never been to a USAPL nationals meet that they've had a jury. Now that's obviously teen and under, but I noticed PA had it this time and that was really cool. Cause there were a handful of people that did go to it. They had a little live stream thing there and Ooh. did overthrow a press command. Because they're like, I was clearly motionless, and they held it for too long, and they ended up taking a redo. It's a little sidebar, but I mean, yeah. cool. I think that's valid. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, the citrus is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so good. Be uh, but yeah, so like, kind of, what percentages do you open at, or like, do you recommend ish? So first off, not <laughs> recommend. Again, don't listen to this, but this is I don't what recommend we've anything done. What we've seen, stuff yeah. like that. So. I've coached a few people here and there uh, doing meat plans. We've done a handful of meats. Well, you've handled meat quite a bit. And wrote here, whole let, me, let me say this. Uh-oh. If you want to listen to us, if I say open at 90% and you go open at 90%, that's great. But, like, we're not liable for if you fail that, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to get into yeah. RPE and, like, 
emotional based training and feelings um, in a minute here. But just know that if we say we open at 90 and you're like, I think that's a good idea. I want to open at 90. That's awesome. Open at 90. If you fail, that's I'm sorry. You. Like, okay. Like I've failed a 90% opener squat before too. These are just like guidelines that we've done that we think are tried and true that we're going to share with you. Yeah. With the past few years of knowledge, we've all experienced, well, past three months. Of <laughs> past week knows. Yeah, the past week knows we powerlifted. <laughs> uh, no, but um, so when I'm doing like openers and stuff and kind of planning and working on like some people, I normally range, I'll start at around 92.5% per an individual because mm-hmm. I like that spot. Now I will put a range from maybe 90% to 92.5% for like the opener being like, all right, because like let's say it's a lightweight female or someone, like okay, I know if they're only planning on benching 100 pounds, that means they're literally going to be opening up like at 92 mm-hmm. or whatever, 93, I think. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to start a little bit lower than that and kind of work around it like that. But obviously, it depends on the individual. But someone like me or you, I was having it roughly 92 and a half. Well, he was one that actually coached as well. Oh, I thought you were yeah. like someone strong like me. No, I meant like I've actually programmed <laughs> his on meet day. It's a I know like, all right, 92 and a half percent. It's kind of like a I work around that spot. I won't really go over that. Mm-hmm. But um, then when I want to set a range for seconds and all this is determining how it moves and this is just an outline. Yeah, this is like determining also how that opener moves. If you have yeah. an opener that like is terrible – don't go to what your projected second attempt was going to yeah. be because it may not be there. Yeah, because, I mean, a good coach should be able to look and be like, all right, the bottom of his range was seven and a half keys or something, but he struggled on that. Let's only go two and a half or five mm-hmm. and just get what we can today. This is purely just a template I can look off of. But, um, like, after that, I'll kind of look in the around 95, 97 and a half. Like, if it's just stupid easy, I'll push that 97 and a half maybe. And that's pretty high. Like, that's a pretty high, but I'll maybe look at what that is and go with the lower increment. Yeah. <clears throat> but that, and then past that, it's just looking at how the second rep moves. Um, mostly the third one, again, it's a template, but that one's 100% basically how did the second one move. Or uh, 102 or 102%. I mean, it's a because I do like a testing cycle beforehand and kind of get a like I want to approach it close to not a hundred percent, but if I can approach that 97 and a half to 98 percent, I can kind of gauge all right, they obviously moved this pretty well, but I also can kind of tell they're about five keys off from about pushing their limits. If they're just on that day, I'll give them that 102 and a half percent or whatever, but uh, and or you should open at 102.5%. Yeah. No. That. So, well, actually, <laughs> I've opened at over 100% before. And this is – yeah, what? no. So, 100%. You opened with something you'd never hit before. I've opened with some meat, meat numbers that I've never hit before. And this is an important okay, distinction. Okay, meat numbers well, are different. Yeah. This, this is an important distinction because – no, it is. 100%, right? If, so, if my 100% in a meat is – 523. Well, I've hit 540 before and I'm probably going to open higher than that at my next meet. So a lot of times during training cycles, you're saying you don't want to bring someone to 100%. 100% is often going to be their last max or their current max. Well, that current max is going to be hit in that cycle. So for a lot of advanced lifters, you are very much often around that 100% kind of year round. If you put 5, 10 pounds on a lift as an advanced lifter, years into the sport, your 100% isn't going to be changing a lot. But just like Noah said, where he opened at something he'd hardly hit before, or in my case, one meet from the next meet opening at higher numbers, as a newer lifter, you're going to constantly be hitting PRs. And so those numbers are going to be increasing throughout prep, throughout things. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I understand what you meant is what you're saying is what their actual max is. I'm talking about their theoreticals. Right, right. Okay. But I want people to understand and know that your theoretical, your actual max, those things are constantly changing. Yeah. Okay. My theoretical max is about 800 pounds. I mean, theoretically, <laughs> but I could squat a thousand. Well, and that's why. Hey, Zeus. <laughs> Fuck you. Dang. 
That's crazy. He's got 24 hours. <laughs> he's in Malta. What's he, he's in Malta right now. Just kidding. I don't think he's there yet. Oh. But, um, well, that's personally for me, and I, I want to dabble into this, why I like RPE training so much, um, over percentage-based training. I think there's a time and place. What was that? Oh, I was trying to get my face ID to Bro, bro just he's like trying Rizzed to get up his data. phone. I know. Yeah. He's like, uh, I like RPE a lot. I think you have to really know yourself, but I think there's a time and place for both ways of training. I think um, in a prep, percentage base is very valuable and useful. Um, I think off-season, you should be pretty much RPE based except for a few times because I think you're constantly growing and changing in the off-season. I love overshooting. <laughs> That's my bro. But then I was – Like he gives me an eight and a half. I'm like – that's pretty much a PR. <laughs> yeah, I that I mean, as long as it moves like an eight, exactly. that's all that matters. But I think one My body's in shambles for the next week. <laughs> I mean, it was an eight and a half. <laughs> I swear. I swear. <laughs> Continue. That's okay. Okay. Uh, well, well, well I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> um, See, now I have to like oh, get your crap together. No, okay. but I think what's important to note, and especially as like you're new to the sport and something like that, is there's a lot of times that you will have a percentage programmed, right? So let's say like Becky wanted me to hit 500 for five sets of three on deadlift, but I've had a crazy couple weeks before the, that day. I've been training really hard. It might not be there. Like I have to know myself. I have to know in training that I don't have that today. Now, is Look, it wrong of me, me to be like communicate with my coach and say, I don't think that's there? No, because I'm still putting work in at a lighter weight. But if that day, 484 is feeling like an eight, it feels like an eight. And I think as you get kind of more advanced and you get more um, intuity, no, into, oh, intuition. Skill issue. Intuition with it. Sounds like a mental game. <laughs> I think that gives you room to understand what each day brings and how things are going to feel, but that is not an excuse to sandbag your workouts. I love RP. Pardon me, personally. Yeah, and I mean, also, like, I've, I've learned a lot more about RP within the past few months, and for me, I always kind of undershot for a long time, especially on squats, because I know we talked about this before, squats always feel heavy. Every single, like, every pound of that weight is on your back, so it always feels heavy. So for me, I was like... <clears throat> I was nervous, like, squatting 500 for three, yeah. when in reality, like, I, I've i done way more than that. I would do more than that. Like, it's like a whole mental thing of, I thought that that was like, oh, that felt like an eight, when in reality, I just didn't know what an eight no. or an eight and a half actually felt like. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I, where I was with squats. That's probably the hardest one that I've seen to, like, actually determine – in RPE just because when you unrack it I was even talking to Big Kyle about this and he was like because me and him are not squatting similar but I'm hitting numbers around where he's hitting right now and he had a 590 single I think two days ago and he was like dude this feels so heavy but like it yeah. went up so fine you know yeah. like it but it felt super heavy um <clears throat> so yeah that's just on squats are probably the hardest but yeah I got what you're saying me personally, as you all know, I'm not a big RPE guy. I'm not big on it. I do think it's fantastic, though. I do think it's really good, and it is something that can be good in the right aspects. So I did RPE the entire time before I was with James. So, I mean, a handful of years and <clears> – oh, excuse me. I mean, yeah, obviously I think there's a good place for it here and there. But, I mean, realistically, I think – and it depends what you do. Like if I were to give someone like, uh, let's say SSB squats or something kind of random that we haven't done in a while or different, I'd probably do RPE based because it's brand new and something kind of want to incorporate, find a baseline of where they're at on it. But I mean, if I'm doing just the basic squat, bench, deadlift or variations of it, I think percentage based is huge on it. And I think it's, um, especially if I'm in a cycle, like we're in a prep cycle of like 12 weeks, I think it's better to me because i mean it's a you're acclimating your body for preci precision basically like we have kind of roughly four week blocks where it's a all right this is what we're doing 
then we have a deload and it's precision throughout the entire time of every single day is acclimating you for the end of the block. And right now we have uh, James and Emma, they're in their singles block. Next week they're actually testing for um, the meet in Orlando. James just did his 95% singles on squat, bench, and deadlift. And they, his squat was like... His squat was easy. I think it was... RP6. Yeah. Like, it, and it was a 20-pound PR, and it looked like nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm getting excited for him. His bench press looked really easy yesterday, a 13-pound PR, and just, boom. Could have paused a little longer, James, but I'm, that's the next week. I'll get you next week on that. Uh, well, I mean, it's... I think it's harder... To coach, if you don't know at least the baseline of it, mm-hmm. like if you just walk in saying, oh, I want to do this, you can't just pull random numbers out. So I do think it's a – you have to have a girl with knowledge. And that's why I've been trying to get better at doing this about 10 months now on my own. And I mean I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at trying to learn more and more on it. But I think it's still gotten better as we've gone. And uh, the caffeine's starting to sit and I'm about to burp. But it's not there yet. Citrus. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the precision of it makes it better because RPE base, obviously, I think it's it has its place, but not in as much in a prep cycle, in my opinion. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give people ranges. Like, um, James had about a 15-pound range yesterday on his deadlifts. Because, I mean... In he, a way, that's RPE. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, like I mean it's, it is. I think the main distinction is when it comes to are you giving the lifter something that the lifter needs – the coach should know the range of what they should hit, right? So an 8 to an 8.5. So like I have an 8.5 squat single on Saturday and Becky and I were like, yeah, let's – what do we think I'm going to hit? And yeah, there was a range. So it's that same idea. But to me where it becomes I guess of note or important is – are you programming the lifter something they can't hit? And then what if the variables in that lifter's life are changing to where it's going to be hard to hit even the bottom part of that range? So my thing, when I say range, I don't mean it's a they pick a number. Of, it's a they're expected to reach the top end. It's a, when I say range, they can start at because, I mean, I'll pull it up. Like he had a, like two, set, two to three sets on his deadlift. And he was like, there's a bottom range to start at because I don't want him to jump right to a top set. No, if you done. warm up, you're stupid. Yeah. Warming up is awful. You should go straight to your top oh, set. Okay. I thought you were stupid. Again, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, like Wednesday, I say, all right, we had our last uh, warm up. It was like 295. Do it for one to two sets for a single. See how it feels. If it's not great, redo it. But then it's 305 to 315 as an AR. All right, you start at 305, moves good and feels good. Then we jump up accordingly. It's a you are expected to reach that 315. Of course, it's a. What happens if he doesn't? Then he's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Because. I I I I used to just piss Drew off just out of spite. Yeah, jumping off program and oh, doing yeah. what I. 400 for the first time. <sighs> yeah. Loved it. Anyways, it's See, a. I think that's valid. I think if you have a day where it is there, no, I don't think you should go off program. Wow, I disagree. No, I think if you have a day, where I'm paying a shout program. out Becky. Both of you guys have done this. You did this with your. Yeah, and I learned from it, and it was stupid. Like what, I shouldn't. Have that is the first time I've done it in like I mean, three like years. Four hundred pound bench, like that was like the only I don't really like off program. To the, be fair, I don't ever do this. But I'm yeah, saying yes. if there is a no, I do not. Yeah, does. Okay. If there is anyone who sticks on program the most, it's probably me. No, no. But no. if there is a day where let's say I got deadlift doubles and I'm approaching something I've never hit before and it is feeling perfect, I'm gonna go. Hit well, something. then there's the RPE thing. Yeah, I'd say if you're RPE, it doesn't matter. Well, this isn't doubles. Good. If I have doubles, boom, it's feeling great. The grieve, I'm greasing the groove. Six hundred is there. I'm gonna go pull six. Because what I think that will do for your mental is so much. That's my personal opinion. So going off program completely, not for doubles, but to go for a single. It's literally what you did bowling six. Yeah, it is. And it was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. I would I would argue that you felt so much better pulling six for that first time. Well, yeah, now I can say I've deadlifted 600. Exactly. I should have done it low because then I messed up my cycle. And it's a, I, was in the, I was in the middle. Because he's not on our cycle. Uh, yeah, I'm on a better cycle trend i go straight to the big stuff but i mean 
I know. Well, I don't even know how. Stuff. I don't even know how we tangent went to. Where were we a second ago? I think you're just telling me how good my method methods are. No, that's and not at all are. what I was talking about. Yeah, I give a range, and you're expected to reach the top range unless something stupid is going on. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I don't plan it as an RPE thing. I plan it as a for Corinne and Anna. I do the main compounds are numbers based, and then the accessories as well as like SSP squats stuff like that. That's yeah. all RPE. Yeah, because um, I don't want yeah, like I want I don't want them to like be like oh an RPE eight single. Let's do like nothing, and it feels like an RPE eight. But like it's yeah. not. It feels to them like it is, but they just don't actually know what an RPA yeah. RPE eight feels yeah. like. I mean, so, um, I'm sorry. So then they, the progression rate is just like non-existent. Like I, on with percentage based yeah. stuff, I know that an RPE eight should be at this number for you. Like it should be fine, no problem. Yeah. Um, and then like there's like a you know 10, 15 pound range there. Um, but that's just what I do. Um, and like I'm not gonna numbers based SSB stuff sounds terrible like I'm not yeah. going to do that <laughs> it's hard to be precise yeah. on those yeah. uh, and stuff like that so I, I give and then like I do the RP but also I'm like try and hit this like yeah. try and do 145 or 165 or whatever it is oh excuse me um, so that's what I try and do this yeah. episode I feel like it's been all over the place no we just spent an hour on energy drinks that's yeah. what it was I mean everyone has their own ways yeah. and you're I mean very rarely is there going to be a way that just like it's just terrible. Like there's good percentage-based programs. There's really good RPE programs. There's really good mixes of both. Um, like you're never going to find the perfect one for you, uh, or you will, and it may be different for everyone. Which program of, works so. for you? There's a hundred ways to skin a cat. Graham, is, I only use one. Graham is doing Stupid. a bunch of conjugate stuff, and does he like it or not? I don't know. Um, I don't think he does, but it's getting stronger and it's working. Um, I do think it's important to do something you like because I think that's where longevity comes from. Uh, But, you know, if getting your numbers chosen, if doing all of that, if you need a number to hit for that day because you know you're going to sandbag, that's the perfect program for you. If you know that you know your body and you know how you feel, that's the perfect program for you. Or you like PRing every week. Just go RPE. Um, I can just say it's an RPE 8. It's a PR. It doesn't matter. That is why I don't like RPE. I see an eight overshoots and, and undershoots. I see an eight and a half single. <sighs> okay. I think I PR. PR. <laughs> I think nine to nine and a half is a PR. Now I've PR'd a bunch of eight and a halves recently. Well, that's because I've been training and putting in volume and getting stronger. But I think like yes, an RP seven single should not be a PR. Oh, nine times out of ten. As long as it moves like a. Or I just say it is. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, it video, felt fantastic. Video work. Yeah, or it felt <laughs> Sorry, fantastic. Mate. My uh, 640 squat didn't come across as this RP7. But yeah. yeah. All right. Overshoots well, and undershoots. Yeah, that's probably the main risk you go with doing percentage based or RP based stuff. Um, but yeah, both are good. Both have their pros and cons. I think one thing I was talking to Tommy about this, and he said, I was on numbers programs and then I switched to RP and he says, I feel like I could push a lot harder and some weeks aren't wasted because some people progress really fast and with numbers based, it's like yeah. that week wasn't even worth doing because it was so easy when it was supposed to be, you know, second or third week of a block of a four week cycle Maybe. and it was like, I'm getting stronger. So like that wasn't even like worth it. Like I could have done. Yeah. That's where I think the good coach comes in, but that's just, me. yeah, no, but I'm saying like, if you're, if you're someone that, you know, you have a program and you don't have access to talk to your coach all the time yeah, and you have fair. something that's like, you know, let's say you're squatting 400 pounds and it's your third block or the week of the block or whatever. Then it's like, and it moved like an RP six where your coach was like, Oh, it's 400 pounds. It should be an eight. Then that's kind of wasted. Like that doesn't, you yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? You could have done 420. And then your next week, when you have like an eight and a half or whatever, could have been 450. And it's like, a, yeah. you know, that's where I think being more experienced and depending on how strong you're getting as fast, how much stronger you're getting in a time period, I think that's how RP can be um, beneficial is so it feels like you're not wasting weeks sometimes. Um, but and yeah, there's good days and bad days too. Yeah. I think that's, to me, that's why I like RPE so much is because 
and this is just my personal experience, I feel pressure to hit a number if it's prescribed to me. Ooh, see, I, I like that. I, so I don't like pressure. But in the same vein, if I have an RPA eight and a half single, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Things are going good. I think I'm gonna hit this number and I blow it out of the water, I go up. That's just how I like to train, you know? Um, pressure is a privilege. But, you know. I'm the complete opposite. It's a, this is why I love my coach so much. And I was talking to Noah about this the other day, how it's a, like coaching that has changed like mentality wise. And like James, anybody that knows him, he's as strict as it gets. And it's a definite, precise everything. And it's a, he says every single, whenever you walk through that door, the gym door, anything that happened to you, all the badness in the world, it's out there. Nothing walks in here. Cause guess what? We're in here and we're in here to train. It's a, that's what it is. And it's a, he does the same thing that I've been saying, like percentage based. It's a, we have these numbers that we are going to hit today. And it's a, obviously if something's wrong, different. He changes it around. It's not moving the way it should be. Move it around. But it's a, you walk in and say you attack it no matter what it is and you go through it. And that's why I like it. It's a, okay, I know I have to squat. 500 today for a double and say there's no excuse for me not to the strength is there the programming has led up to this and say like i mean i trust my coach every ounce of my body if he says it's there today and we know it is like the strength wise it's supposed to cool it's a cool that that means i know it's there and that's what it is so that's my thing on it mine's different than yours everybody's a little bit different but it's a, I like that absolute. It's Did a. You finish the citrus? No, not yet. I'm going back and oh, forth. I want this crazy. one to get over with. I just wouldn't drink I, that if I had a citrus in front of me. Okay, well, I'm saving the best for last. Noah's the best for the last. That's what I'm getting right, in well, tonight. I'm I'm good with calling it there. Yeah. Um, Wait, hold up. That was a good. Hello. <laughs> oh, I was just calling it there. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank y'all for watching. Um, we have episodes dropping Wednesday as well as Saturday. Um, on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. That's all, right? Apple. 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 Sorry, my bad. No way to listen um, to Apple. And Apple. So we appreciate everyone listening. Just your Give buddy. us some uh, comments, okay, likes, reviews on stuff that we can talk about, um, different topics. If you have any questions, feel free to let us know. We never get questions, so if you ask a question, it will get answered on the podcast. Um, if you have any drink recommendations, um, Feel free to leave them in the comments. We appreciate all of y'all. We the love y'all. The past few ones haven't been good, so we're yeah, hoping for some we're better in ones. We're in dire need of some good energy drinks. So yeah. we love every single one of y'all. We appreciate y'all, and we will see you in the next one. See ya.